Welcome back to the Gentle Counselor podcast. My name is Crystal and I support mums through their inner healing and parenting journeys. For those of you listening right now, this episode is a little bit different because back in October of 2021, it was World Mental Health Day and I had some wonderful friends join me over three days to talk all about mental health and motherhood at the Aussie Moms Mental Health Virtual Event. I hope you enjoyed these conversations, which were recorded live at the summit. I'm also thrilled to let you know that we will be returning in 2022 and plan on making it even bigger and better. It may or may not involve a retreat. (laughs) Wherever you are right now, I hope these episodes find you when you truly need it. I would love to hear your feedback on these chats, so make sure you're connected with me on social media at The Gentle Counselor. If you'd like to receive an email once a month that is full of freebies, parenting tips, links to podcast episodes, beautiful affirmation screensavers, and other goodies, make sure you are signed up to my email list. I hope you enjoy this chat. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Aussie Mums Mental Health Virtual Event. If you are joining us live, make sure you come and say hello to us in the comments so that we know you're there, that we know you're watching. Um, And if you have any questions along the way, feel free to ask them because we will be able to answer them throughout. And if you're watching this as a replay, still come and say hello. And if you have any questions, again, we will come back to this post to make sure that we are answering them for you afterwards. So I am joined today with Nikki, and we're going to be talking all about matrescence and I'm just going to let Nikki get started because she is like the expert in this. This is how I've started learning about matrescence is through Nikki and all her amazing work. So welcome, Nikki. Do you want to start off by telling us a bit about uh, what you do and why you do it? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I my name is Nikki. Um, I have a podcast called the Dear Mama podcast, um, and I work in the area of supporting women through the transition to motherhood and really um, helping us understand how we change and transform when we become a mother and, and what that can feel like and look like and the challenges of that as well as all of the amazing opportunities for personal growth mm-hmm. um, and personal development. So, yes, it's a very juicy topic. Um, I came to this work really through my own experience of becoming a mum. I had quite a uh, quite a rough entry, I guess, into motherhood. Um, I wasn't really prepared for for it. I thought that um, becoming a mum and having a child, my little guy, um, was going to be, you know, just an extra thing that added (laughs) onto my life. (laughs) I didn't really. think about how much it was going to change my life and my lifestyle and my values and my relationship and what I wanted for my life, what was important to me, um, how I felt about myself as well. I really didn't understand or, or have any awareness that any of those things would change too. And before becoming a mum, I had been um, working in corporate learning and development for quite a long time. Um, And I really was very career focused and really um, had spent a lot of time kind of trying to reach a particular version of success Mm. um, where I had been striving towards um, reaching a particular level in my career um, and really trying to be productive, really trying to achieve. And I I measured my worth and my 
um, value, I guess, through how productive I could be, mm. how I could do at work. Um, and I was very used to that kind of world. And then I became a mum and uh, my world got turned upside down, inside out, around the other way, everything's different. And I found that quite challenging in mm. a number of different ways. There are a few ways that were particularly challenging. Um, one of them was the identity shift that I experienced because I had been so, I guess, invested in my um, career and sort of beyond that, I, I didn't think my career was something that I did. I thought it was who I was. Like mm. my job wasn't just, you know, where I went and worked. It was a big part of my identity. My identity was also really wrapped up in being an achiever, um, being successful or striving towards this version of success, um, being really independent, not needing anybody else, mm. um, all of these sorts of things. And my self-worth was also really entangled with that as well. You know, I thought that um, I was only as valuable as I was able to achieve things or mm. I was um, as, as productive as I was. That was kind of tied to my self-worth. And the other really big shift or challenge that I experienced at that time was um, around community. I had just moved to the Gold Coast when I had my son and I didn't know anybody and I found that um, quite challenging. I ended up spending quite a lot of time at home by myself. I was the first um, in my friendship group to have children and first in my family. So I really didn't have that sort of community or village that we all um, sort of would love. And as a result of that, I found particularly early motherhood really lonely and mm. very isolating. Um, and that really impacted my experience as a new mum. It really was um, a big, a big part of those first few months and years. And then how I kind of landed here now is that I went through a huge, uh, I guess, personal development process through that. Uh, it was really challenging when I was faced with the identity shifts, the identity loss, the questions around self-worth. Uh, what do I want now? Who am I now? All of those really big mm. questions that we can be asking at this time of our lives that we're often completely blindsided by that we're asking those sorts of questions. Um, but I found that through those questions actually coming up for me, as challenging as it was, it ended up leading to a lot of growth, a lot of yeah. um, clarity around, well, actually, I'm not my job and I'm, I'm, I'm not my roles and responsibilities. Those are things that I do, but they're not what makes me me. Mm. And I guess I went through a process of connecting more deeply with the parts of me um, that are deeper than what I do for work or um, the different relationships that I would have and started to connect with like a steadier presence. And I started to see my identity as being something that was fluid and always changing. And it was also something that I could actively play a role in the development of. And that um, through this opportunity of, you know, almost having this stripping back through motherhood, it provided a very unique uh, chance to rebuild myself quite consciously and to be really clear about what I wanted for my life, what I wanted for my family, um, what I wanted in this new season of my life as mm. a mum. And uh, through that process, yeah, big personal development journey, I ended up starting a community for mums um, around social connection and addressing the loneliness and isolation that a lot of us can experience. It's very common, unfortunately. And 
I started a mum meetup community in 2017, which grew really quickly. Uh, it ended up spreading across Australia and gained over 40,000 members. Wow. That was almost like a um, introduction, I guess, to mm. the work of motherhood support. Um, I ran that for three years. And then in 2017, that was, sorry, 2020, that was acquired by the Centre of Perinatal Excellence. And then in around 2018, I came across a word that really described all of those challenges that I had been mm. experiencing with identity loss, um, feelings of self-worth and values changing and wondering who am I now and, and what do I want? And it was through discovering that word that almost this light bulb moment was like, oh, it's not just me. It's yeah. not just me who's going through that. And that led me on another path of lots of study and research around understanding what happens to a woman when she becomes a mother, mm. all of the, um, you know, challenges that come with that, as well as all of the opportunities. And I now um, work in that space of supporting mothers through the transition into motherhood. I feel incredibly lucky to be able to support and I guess walk beside um, someone during this monumental time of their lives. Mm -hmm. It's so special. It's a real honour. Um, and I just feel that this is such a unique time in a woman's life that can be really challenging. Yeah. But it's also um, full of potential for growth and healing and transformation. So yeah, yeah I'm passionate about it. Yeah. And I love the way that you talk about it in that sense because I'm sure that a lot of us can relate to that, like feeling like you don't know who you are anymore. It's like, who am I? And you feel like this pressure to go back to who you were before having kids, but that's not possible. You can't just somehow take that out of you. Like literally your DNA has changed when you have your kids. Um, it's like the whole bouncing back idea, even like where body image comes into that. There's just so much pressure on women to do that. But I like how you flip it into, okay, this is like a new opportunity. It's a new season of who you are. And there's actually a lot of growth that can come from this. And I think that makes complete sense because I talk a lot about in the um, parenting field, I talk a lot about how your kids essentially bring up your triggers for you, right? And instead of looking at that as a way of pushback and that can cause a lot of conflict and upset, um, not only in your parenting experience, but in like your child's behavior, you can look at that as an opportunity to go, hey, okay, where is that coming from? Like I'm noticing when they're doing that or when they're saying that I'm feeling this way, I've got these sensations in my body, where's that coming from? And so it's an opportunity to reflect mm -hmm. after making those observations. And that is how true change happens. And I totally agree. I think when everyone learns about what we're going to be talking about a bit more, which is what is matrescence, um, it's literally this light bulb moment and you're like this is it this is exactly what we're talking about so can you talk to us a bit more about what is matrescence and how can understanding it help mothers yeah sure um i think it, there's so much healing just hearing that word as you said i feel like um being able to to have a word to put a name to something that we all go through and experience that within itself is so validating mm. um so to give you a bit of a background, um, matrescence is a developmental process. It's a developmental phase of our lives. And whilst it is 
relatively new in the motherhood space. It's something that has been growing awareness, particularly over the last sort of two or three years. It's actually been around for a really long time. So the word was first coined in the 1970s by an anthropologist who noticed that, you know, giving birth to a baby uh, is only, I guess, one aspect of the experience of becoming a mother. Mm. Giving birth is not necessarily the, um, the full picture of becoming a mother there's a whole process that goes alongside that and also I guess recognizing that um some people don't become mothers through birth some people become Mm. mothers through adoption or through becoming a stepmother so there's lots of different ways that we can come to this motherhood journey but um that anthropologist Dr Donna Raphael she coined the word and named it And then it was buried in the textbooks. No one really looked any further into it Mm. until around 30 years later when an amazing psychologist, Dr. Aurelie Athen, uh, started trying to explore what happens to a woman psychologically when she Mm. becomes a mum. And we obviously have a lot of dialogue around the um, sort of the risks or the challenges it can present, such as postnatal depression, postnatal anxiety, but she was also looking more holistically at our development. How do we change and transform through the experience yeah. of becoming a mother? And um, she stumbled across the word and then essentially applied, started applying the concept to um, the psychological transition into motherhood. And so since she's done that, there's been lots of amazing research that has come out that really cements this time of a woman's mm-hmm. life as being huge, like huge. Huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> it's like we knew it, like we yeah. felt the weight of it, we felt the heaviness, and instead of feeling closed in by it, now we're taking it as an opportunity to expand. Yeah, so there's so much um, incredible research that started coming out around the way that our brains change Mm. during pregnancy and and through parenting. Um, Then they're literally being rewired to enable us to take on these new skills and tasks that we're going to be doing through mothering. Um, There's a huge shift in terms of the social component of becoming a mother. We enter into a new realm within society. Mm. There are psychological changes that are happening that we've sort of touched on with the identity shifts and changes there's relation relationship changes body image changes physical changes hormonal changes like this is a really big process and for a long time we've just not acknowledged it we have not even spoken about what's wonder why that is yeah could it possibly be because we are females in a patriarchal society <laughs> that's yeah. like a rant for another day possibly yeah <laughs> We could go on a whole other tangent. Um, Yeah, but isn't it incredible that we've had so much focus on the baby's development and there is so much focus. I remember feeling this as a new mum. Like I would look at, um, you know, those baby media sites, babyology or whatever, Mm. and there would be articles about baby led weaning and how to get them ready for daycare. And, And I was like, that's interesting but the real things that are challenging for me right now is I don't know who I am anymore. Mm. I'm dealing with constant guilt now that I can't seem to shake. And I'm feeling guilty for things I never felt guilty for. Yeah. Before. I don't really know what I want anymore. My relationship's changing. Yes. I feel disconnected with my friends. Mm. There's all these other changes that, were, that we've all been going through that have just been kind of unspoken, unacknowledged. Yeah. This is why the um, the concept of matrescence is so powerful is because it names what we're going through and it gives us a framework to start exploring and having conversations mm. about what this change can look like. 
And in terms of, I guess, starting to understand what matrescence is like, uh, there's a, a, I guess, a saying or a, a lens to look at it through, which is matrescence like adolescence. And that's from yes. Dr. Aurelie Athen. It's quite a similar process to what we go through during mm. adolescence, where lots of things are in flux at the same time our identity our peer group what do I want to do for the future mm-hmm. my body's changing my relationships with my parents are changing there's so much change happening but it's a growth process it's taking us from one version of ourselves into a new expanded version mm-hmm. and I think that's a really key point here is that it's about expansion it's about yeah. growing into something so yes there is an aspect of I guess kind of letting go of the way that things were which can be really painful and can bring up grief that needs to be processed yes and with and worked worked through but ultimately it's a growth process and if mm. we kind of use that um that lens to look at this through if we think about I don't know about your experience of adolescence crystal but I remember mine and I remember feeling like what is going on this is really hard I'm dealing with hormonal breakouts I am going through shifts in my friendships and whilst it was really hard at the time it actually was pushing me forward it was Mm. pushing me into the next phase and season of my life and if we can kind of think about that as what we're going through now it's going to be challenging. It's going to be uncomfortable sometimes, but ultimately it is pushing us into the next season of our life and mm. version of ourselves. And this is a, a season or a time within our lives that we need lots of support. Yeah. And it's a much more helpful and healthier way to reframe that mm. because it's almost too easy to get really stuck in that grief and loss and that's what we go through. We do go through a bit of a process. And on Sunday night, I'm also chatting. My topic is the unnoticed grief and loss. And this is part of it. Um, we, it's, it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to miss who you were before you had children. It's okay to also be upset about if it wasn't planned, for example, and, and, and your future has changed in certain ways. Um, things are really challenging and we have to process that, but we also need to do it in a supportive community and that's what's really missing too because everyone just loves to tell mums that we should just be grateful we should just be happy because we have a healthy baby they're alive like that's all you should want right um and Jamie and I were talking about this earlier because we were talking about birth and how there's so much focus on the birth plan and then it's like we forget that there's like this huge postpartum and you know like forever experience (laughs) after that Mm -hmm. and that's where more attention needs to come to now because we are all going through this. So it isn't that you are actually alone. You feel alone. You feel isolated. And there are things in place that have, you know, caused us to feel that way. But once you are able to tap into this and you kind of are able to get your power back a bit. And I think that's really important. And then you have ownership of your journey and your process through it as well, because you don't have anyone else telling you all the shoulds right? Like how you should be feeling, what you should be doing, what you're supposed to be doing. And that comparison trap that we can all fall into. And like you said, feeding that guilt that so many of us have experienced as well. It's such a full on time in our lives. I would argue it's more and possibly worse than adolescence in some certain ways. It's, it's hectic. It's hectic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. And I think um, just one of the points he touched on there around, you know, the grief and processing this change, I think we really need community mm-hmm. when we're doing this. 
as you said, we can feel like we're the only one going through it and we're the only one dealing with those um, challenges. And what then happens is we don't talk about it Mm. and more alone. And it almost becomes this kind of self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Mm. Or you try to talk about it, but you've talked about it with the wrong people that are then doing some of that, like, toxic positivity on you or a completely dismissive to your experience yeah yeah Mm. so finding safe spaces and safe communities where you can talk about your journey can be absolutely transformational having spaces where there are other people who are going through the same thing and who will talk openly and honestly about Mm. it it's just phenomenally powerful it's so valuable and that's how we connected as well because I attended I, well, I've been following Nikki for a while on social media and then I attended one of the women's circle that she was um, running at the time and it was so eye-opening. It was so beautiful to be in a space with other women and you just you just realise that we don't get that. We don't get that opportunity to do that anymore. We're all living in our own houses, you know, separated from each other. You don't even know your neighbours or if you're like me, you try to go to some of those mother's groups or baby's groups, whatever they were, and then maybe you just didn't click with people. Um, perhaps you're you know, values in life or your parenting philosophy was different. And so that's really disheartening as well. And I think a lot of us have now turned to social media, which I actually think is great. I don't think we should be um, thinking social media is is this bad thing. It can be really helpful, especially to those people that are like rural, for example, who don't actually have anyone around them physically, but you can still find connection that way too. Mm. So do you have any advice on people that feel really lonely right now do you actually have any tips on how they can find community yeah okay Um, I've thrown this question on Nikki too (laughs) (laughs) Um, well I'm such a big fan of women's circles as you know I just think they're incredibly powerful for the reason that you said a lot of the time we can be in relationships or conversations or at mother's groups or play groups and the conversation is quite superficial you know it's it's like poo and vomit and yeah breastfeeding or formula or sleep or not sleep (laughs) yeah yeah so having spaces like a circle that you can go to where the conversation is different it is so different yeah in a very good way different yeah people are coming with a really like open heart Mm. honest honesty there's vulnerability we're practicing those things um together and being able to you know share share from the heart and have someone meet you there is incredibly powerful and have someone mirror back to you as well your own strengths when you've forgotten it I actually just shared with Crystal that I've just gotten off a circle this morning and like my heart was like oh because (laughs) I've been circling with these women for the past eight weeks while we've been doing a program and to see uh, the women in this circle stopping and acknowledging each other and saying Mm. you know um, Stacy, I really see you and I see what you're going through and, and I've seen the growth in you and I'm just so proud of you and inspired by you. To have someone see you in that way. Mm. It's, it's all love. It's so There's absolutely yeah. no judgment. There is no shame. And you don't feel alone. 
And I, I remember um, talking to Nikki about it later after I had done a few women's circles with her and Sarah's just commented, can attest that women's circles are the actual best. And honestly, they are phenomenal. If you ever hear about one in your area, go to it. It's really hard making that first step. Um, if you have a friend you can go to, that can help. But I know myself and other people have done it alone. Um, but it is a safe space to be open and vulnerable. And it's run in a very particular way. It's not complicated. It's just done in a, a really healthy way so that everyone feels seen and heard and it's beautiful you honestly feel it it's such a different vibe and I miss it so much much (laughs) as well yeah and you just realize you're not alone because even for me I had waited a couple of weeks before there was something that I wanted to talk about and then it's funny because it seemed like every week everyone kind of talked about similar things it was just so funny how it worked out and we're like wow here I was sitting thinking I was all alone in this thinking all these horrible you know thoughts that we find it so easy to talk to ourselves in a horrible way and then you're like wow I'm not the only one and it just gives you that chance to process it in a safe environment and you're feeling seen and heard and then it really there's a lot of power in realizing that you're not alone yeah and that other people are actually going through it as well or they've been through it and then they can support you as you're going through it and it's Mm -hmm. not that they're going to give you like unsolicited advice is very different. It's not like these are all the things that you should be doing. It's like, this is what I went through Mm. and I'm going to hold your hand as you go through this as well. Yeah, it's super powerful. Um, I highly recommend circles. I think another thing that can kind of come up if we're feeling a bit lonely and isolated and um, when we're going through matrescence particularly, it's kind of connected back to what I was talking about with the identity and self-esteem mm-hmm. and wondering, well, who am I now? Maybe I'm lacking a little bit of confidence. I feel nervous yeah. about putting myself into a situation with people that I don't know. Yeah. Just to know that like the, the connection that we crave, the community that we crave, it requires us to have a little bit of vulnerability. Mm. And, and bravery. And bravery <laughs> and courage. And maybe yeah. binge watching some Brene Brown Netflix special before <laughs> Um, you haven't seen that already it's amazing um but just knowing that sometimes the things that are really good for us are a little bit uncomfortable and that that's okay if we wait until we're really comfortable with it we probably won't do anything with it yeah change doesn't come from comfortable yeah yeah so Mm. just knowing that that's okay and also knowing that it's probably likely that everyone else who's going to that circle or that experience is also feeling the same literally feeling the same way (laughs) and then you will also talk about that yeah like everyone was really good at being like oh so nervous coming and then it was like the whole room erupted me too yeah okay I don't feel so alone in this right now yeah so I hopefully that's helpful for anyone who's feeling a little bit you know uh, lonely or isolated Mm -hmm. I do agree that social media can be a great way to connect but I do think there is value as well in that face-to-face connection yes. or at least creating, like, I mean, the circle that I run was online. So it can be done online, but it's just, it's the type of connection that they're mm. getting. Mm. And I think noticing if we are using social media for connection, are we getting the connection that we're actually craving for it, or do we find ourselves going on there and not getting the connection that we're actually. Yeah. Like, are you actually feeling better or worse after you've been scrolling? (laughs) It's a pretty good (laughs) indication on whether it's helpful or not. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I found it more helpful when I had just had my, um, my first and I was breastfeeding. And so I was trying to get help with that. And also 
no sleep. Um, mm -hmm. So I found it helpful to be very specific in my search in the groups that I was applying to join. Um, so really thinking about what's important to you and finding that like-minded community. And then be mindful of any accounts that don't make you feel great, any groups that feel like they're always filled with drama or arguing, then it's about also giving yourself permission to set that boundary and unfollow those accounts um, or leave those groups and try again until you find what really fits for you. And sometimes it can change as well. I think that you're also allowed to change um, what your opinions or your choices, right? So that there's also flexibility there and the kind of people that you want to surround yourself with. And some of those online groups have like local meetups. And that's actually how I found a couple of friends in those early days, which was super helpful. And we kind of did our own meetup. So again, it's about being vulnerable and taking that step forward and just having a go and having a go on when you feel like you're having a good day. <laughs> when you feel like okay I feel like I have enough energy and I feel capable today um rather than you know dwelling on it and it becoming like a negative thing for you of course we don't want that either mm -hmm. yeah uh, I've really enjoyed our chat today Nikki so I hope if anyone has any questions again feel free to leave them in the comments it's such a big topic so you're probably best to go and stalk Nikki <laughs> and all of her amazing material that she shares online so can you tell everyone where to find you nikki yeah sure um so i actually have a little free mini course called discover matrescent so if anyone has gone oh light bulb that's definitely me i want to learn more about this i want to start exploring my own journey of matrescence more um i have a free mini course it's called discover matrescence there is i'll give you the link crystal and maybe you can share it or i'll pop it in yeah there. perfect we'll put it in the comments of somewhere this. on the interwebs <laughs> Um, so that's a really great place to start. I also have a podcast called Dear Mama, where I um, talk about motherhood as a catalyst for personal growth and transformation. So lots of amazing chats on there. Um, I have a group coaching program called Alignment, which is the circles that I just mentioned. And I have a teacher training program coming out next year, which is very exciting. So those are all the ways to connect with me. Um, I'm usually on Instagram the most and I love a, love a good chat. So <laughs> <laughs> amazing thank you so much again for taking the time to chat with us today nikki thank you thanks crystal